what is going on it is uh geez it's almost june i haven't delivered a podcast to you in a while hey this is derek la liberty i'm the chief disruptor at disruptor where my podcast isn't really like your average podcast i don't bring people on to do an interview all i'm doing is reading articles that i've previously written typically on linkedin or wordpress and I am giving you some insight into maybe what was on my mind when I wrote them or why I wrote what I wrote. So I hope you enjoy this one. Uh, as I read it, we are listening to the score from the show, The White Lotus. And if you haven't seen that show, I mean, it's only six episodes. So, you know, get with the program. It's actually incredible. And I heard they're coming out with a second season, which is kind of odd. So that to be a Totally different storyline. So, all right, quit getting distracted, Derek. <laughs> this article's called, Can Someone Turn Off the Teleprompter? It's Distracting You from My Originality. And <laughs> we had this photo shoot as our marketing team, as a marketing team several years ago, and there was this like velvet green couch. I'm like, let me lay down and take a photo of me. And I actually love the photo, but it is pretty awkward. Anyways, that's the title image and across it, it reads, are you original? So let's dive right into it. Let me tell you guys, this has got a little bit of everything in it. So one of my favorites is talking about my childhood memories. So let's start out with, uh, with an example of that. When I was 11 years old, I was invited to a kumite and I respectfully declined. Oh, you never heard of a kumite? Well, that leads me to believe that one of three things have to be true about you. You've never answered a question by simply stating, Okay, USA! You're not a male in your mid-30s or early 40s. Or third, you've never seen the movie Bloodsport. Because if you had, you would know exactly what a kumite was. My decision to decline the invitation to the fight to the death outdoor martial arts tournament wasn't solely based on my lack of martial arts knowledge outside of a crane kick and some sweet sound effects. My decline was made primarily by the fact that it was in the middle of Minnesota during the winter and the invite came from my Korean friend who is literally the spitting image of Chung Lee. If you've seen the movie Bloodsport, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Roundhouse kick to the face, anyone? No, thank you. When I look back on that time of my life, I can recite the words spoken, the actions taken, the smell in the air, not that kind of smell, the songs that were played, and the people involved. I don't remember my childhood friend because we liked the same movies or because he would crush me in NHLPA on the Sega Genesis. By the way, that is the greatest game ever invented. Uh, prove me wrong. But I do remember him because he was different. He never did anything under the influence of someone else. He hosted a kumite. He was my best friend. And I will never forget him so long as I live. Fortunately, we're no longer 11 years old and going to kumite anymore. Now, now we are waking up at 6 a.m. on a Tuesday, just hoping to inject a cup of coffee as we drive our sedans to the office for the day. We're in sales. Some, some of us, excuse me, some of us are in marketing. Others may be in management, possibly ownership, but most of all, we're in a routine. Every single day, with the exception of our kids' activities, 
the schedules look identical. We look forward to the weekend so we can drop the routine for a couple of days and get into something like a ball game, a social gathering, a concert, which is super rare these days, a getaway, or maybe just so we can relax and recharge. As we get further into life, we forget things like people's names, the places we've been, and unfortunately, some of the experiences we've gathered along the way. I believe this is because we have to let go of some of the old memories to make room for some of the new ones. <laughs> if you're following along to what I just said, I just quoted Kenny Powers. That's a deep one. <laughs> Do you ever get a friend request on Facebook or a connection request on LinkedIn and say, I really know this person, but I can't think of where I know them from? The question I ask myself when attempting to make a connection with another human being is how do I compete for space in their very limited memory? The answer, in my opinion, to this question transcends personal and business relationships. It's about being memorable. For the sales professional who believes that being memorable is defined as selling solutions your product or service solves, stop. Every salesperson believes that already. What you really sell is trust and reliability. And if you're not memorable, your prospect won't ever get to see how trustworthy you are. They'll just see exactly the same thing that everybody else sees. Boring. For the marketing professional who believes that they're an expert in lead generation because, well, there could be a number of reasons to, to put here, so I won't isolate just one. In the end, we are all just looking to copy the next big idea and make it our own. Gross. Just for fun, the guy who believes his dream girl is at the bar on a Tuesday night, um, trust me, she's not. To save you the suspense, I'm not going to sit behind a keyboard and pretend to know exactly how you can be memorable, but I can give you some advice on the thought process I use, used for approaching all three of the examples above. Be number one. I almost jumped right into it there. I apologize. Number one, be counterintuitive. Say something you would never say. This doesn't mean being unprofessional or impolite. Just remember, your normal approach is being used by everyone. Number two, be genuine. Ask yourself, do I give a damn? If you don't, well, then don't pretend to. You should never have to act interested. You should just care. That's a tough one for some salespeople out there. Number three, here we go, big one, be vulnerable. When asking someone a question, think, is this question about me? If it is, don't ask it. Don't you love having a conversation about yourself that is actually about the person you're talking to? Number four, be confident. There is nothing more discouraging than an idea presented without the passion to back it up. If you don't believe in what you're saying, why should anyone else? I mean, stop saying, um, try, kind of, sort of, maybe, or I'll look into it, because it's not helping your cause. Number five, be courageous. Why would you play if you believed you were gonna lose? When you're losing, why would you do things that won't help you win? Remember your coach, we're not playing to lose. Maybe that was just me. Try something crazy and be that idea that other people are looking to reuse. The best way for me to explain this point is to reference Tin Cup. The movie Tin Cup, as Roy McAvoy, 
sinks his 12th shot from 205 yards away to make par and save himself from an automatic disqualification. After Roy makes the shot, he walks past his competitor, who is safely laid up and ready to win the tournament, and he looks at him and says, Nice par, David. Number six, be original. When you play it safe, you're only sacrificing one thing. There are several consultants out there that will write you a great script, tell you exactly how to act, and for the most part, you can find success from the things they have to say, but on second thought, you might invest an enormous amount of money on something you could have gotten for the price of a late charge at the public library. I am dropping a whole bunch of quotes here. I don't know if you picked that one up, but that's from Goodwill Hunting. Mark Twain once said, whenever you find yourself on the same side as majority, it's time to pause and reflect. Whether it's your sales call, your marketing tactics, your career, or your personal life, don't be the guy that looks at the neighbors to justify your next move. Stop reading from the teleprompter and speak from the heart. Hey, who's got two thumbs and loves Sean Claude Van Damme movies? This guy. Shoot me an original connection request on LinkedIn. Guys, I'm all over it. All right, give me a call.